Love your doggies. The Greyhound leader. RSN 927. And we've got Sandown's Jason Adams with us to talk Greyhound racing. How are you, Jace? Yeah, good afternoon, Nards. I'm well, and uh, yeah, just filtering through all the news around at the moment in Greyhound racing. Of course, a lot of it, uh, but it certainly wouldn't be a normal week in the sport without it. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Pools of Thunder last Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Yeah, one by Buck's future, and look, he was very good. I thought in the, uh, following the heats, he was probably the standout run behind Poke the Bear because he was run down by Poke the Bear, and I think going into the final, it was almost a forgotten one because he was so good in his heat, he started $8 in the final, and he led all the way in 29.80. And, look, he's just another um, proven greyhound that's come through that Pringle line of breeding, of course. The bigger names from that line have been Buck 40 and Burn 1 down. Not sure if this bloke's as good as what they uh, were yet, but he's certainly building a really imposing career. He's had the 32 career starts now for 10 wins and a further 12 placings, and more so in his last four starts, where he's really come to the fore in, in terms of some of the better sprinters around the country at the moment. He won the Group 2 Gosford Cup, uh, on New Year's Day, and now four starts later. He's a Group 1 winner, uh, winning the Pause of Thunder on Saturday night. Of course, he's trained by Sydney Swain, who's one of the more prominent trainers in New South Wales. And I heard an interview with him yesterday, uh, and there's no one more happier than, or proud than, than what he is of the, of the dog. He was really up and about, and, and why wouldn't he be? It was a really good showing by Buck's future, but outside of Buck's future, there's been one greyhound that's spoken about uh, quite heavily out of this race. It was a runner-up in cash point. He was enormous. he come from last. He, he made a lot of ground on good dogs to run second. And I've seen around the traps of Twitter. There was a few people who, who took the uh, the all-in price for him to win the Paws of Thunder. So they had their head in their hands. But this looks to be a, one serious greyhound. He's out of the Anthony as a party kennel. He's got a big motor. And I think just hearing what people are saying around the traps at the moment, I think Anthony's going to have a big year this year. He's got a lot of promising pups coming through the ranks. So although Cash Point didn't get the uh, the glory of winning a Group run, Group 1 race that went to Buck's future, but uh, certainly uh, a, look to, a lot to look forward to in terms of his career. And also on the same night, uh, the Summer Distance Plate won by Double G. Yeah, and this boy's been a, he's been a star really for, for quite a while up there in Queensland. He's probably their premier star. He had a really good 2018. He was a finalist in the National Distance Championship and look, this is probably his first big group win. It was a Group 2 event, of course, the, the Summer Distance Plate uh, there at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It was a race that was decimated by scratchings last week and none more so than when Poco Dorado got withdrawn on Thursday because she drew the red. She looked the one to beat. So no doubt the remainder of the field were happy, I guess, when she got withdrawn because they were more of a chance. So Double G was good. He come from well back in the field to win in 42 and 33. And no doubt those Queenslanders, they're, they're patriotical and they would have been up and about to see uh, Double G get the chocolate. So as I said, he had a great year last year and who knows, uh, the best might be uh, yet to come for him. And also the action rolls on at Wentworth Park with heats to the National Futurity and National Derby this Friday. That's it. A, a group one under our belt in the pause of Thunder last week. We move on the two more, of course, the... The Group 1 National Futurity and the National Derby. So they're really good series, of course, set up for the youngsters who are coming through the ranks. And I have no doubt it's going to be a really good night of racing up there on Friday night. Of course, the fields aren't out yet. Nominations closed this morning. And when I speak about the quality of this series, we just have to wind back the clock a few years. And this was the, the, the series where we saw Fernando Bale really stand up and say, look at me, he defeated a good field. And we all know what he went, what he went on to do. So it's going to be a good night of racing. That's uh, the heats of Futurity and Derby this Friday at Wentworth Park. And also the listed Australian Sprint this Thursday night at Sandown looks an absolute cracker of a race. 
Yeah, this is a beauty. And as it is every year, of course, the prize money is not sky high, but it's just the timing of the race where you get a, a really good field together. And look, I'll go through some of the names. We've got Poke the Bear, Hasten Slowly, Orson Allen, Baruga, Bretton, and Not Available as well. So these are greyhounds at the peak of their powers. We speak about Poke the Bear, who's terrific in keeps the paws of thunder. He comes back to a track in Sandown where he's had a lot of success. The one thing he hasn't had success with is box number eight. He's just had the one career win there of his 34, but we know he's a genuine freak show and he'll be uh, in the race at some stage. He's got Hastings slowly on his inside. We know he's absolutely full of class. Touched on Orson Allen. Now, he won uh, a feature race at Ballarat last Wednesday night and he was unbelievable. For any greyhound to break 25 seconds there at Ballarat is amazing. He went 24.85. He was just exceptional and he meets another good field here at Sandown, but certainly... Uh, not a sort of calibre of field that he hasn't met before. Of course, he won the shootout here at the track. Then he got Baruga Brett and, of course, won the uh, Silver Chief just uh, just about a month ago and then not available from box number one. He's six from six from the draw. So I would be surprised if he was to make it seven from seven because I wouldn't I'd say he's in the twilight of his career. He does meet a very good field. In terms of how the uh, bookies have shaped it up at tab.com.au, Poke the Bear, understandably the favourite at $3 outside of him. Also now on $3.50. Baruga Brett has been a little bit supported in the last 24 hours. He's $4.80 in the $4.40 and then not available from that all-important box number one for him at $5.50. That's an outstanding race to the Australian Sprint. It is year after year and no exception this time around. And also this Thursday night, we've got the listed Maidment Memorial Final too. Yeah, they run hand-in-hand, hand, these two races. Of course, the Australian Sprints over the 5.15 and the Maidment Memorial over the 5.95, and it's another beauty of a race. We've got Donna Chancer, who uh, will come up as one of the, the top picks. He's drawn box number eight, and it is a draw where he's had great success from, and he's coming into the race with his great form as well. Two starts back on Warrigal Cup 9. He won the, the staying feature there, smashed the track record. He's flying at the moment. He's drawn pretty well in the pink. Also, Neo Cleo, who's flying as well. She uh, she won last outing at Cranbourne, a very sharp 29.91. Of course, she's with her new trainer, Rocky Krasafi, and although the change is significant for some greyhounds going from kennel to kennel, hasn't missed a beat, Neo Cleo. She, she's been terrific. Look towards inside boxes in Black Impala and Deliver, uh, both firing at the moment. And in terms of the market, we've got an equal favourite with Neo Cleo and My Redeemer. Both $3.90 outside of them deliver $4. I think he's drawn beautifully in box number one because he's got black impala on his inside. We know he'll begin well and kind of shift off the track. So I think delivers in the box seat there. Uh, then also Benali from a box number seven at $6. So two ripping races uh, this Thursday night at Sandown Park. Definitely. And also that we've had another very successful gap adoption event held over the weekend. Yeah, surprise, surprise. All these seem to be uh, very, very successful. And this one was... No exception. And when I say successful, this one was record-breaking. There was 111 greyhounds being adopted uh, at Gap HQ in Seymour over the weekend. It was an event that was meant to go for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. On Friday, there was 70 greyhounds adopted. Saturday, there was 41 go out. So on the Sunday, had to be cancelled. It was just uh, purely because there wasn't enough uh, dogs left to be adopted. So overwhelming success and uh, a credit to the team up there at Gap and of course it's such an important part of our industry and it's always uh, very encouraging to see it going so well. Mm, that's for sure and uh, also uh, what was the wrap of Tornado Tears trial last Wednesday at Sandown? Yeah he went around and it was his third trial back and if you haven't uh, seen the video floating around the social media uh, Sandown channels uh, in, within the last week he was good he wasn't uh, at his brilliant best 
But we can understand that. Given he's coming back from a long outing, uh, he'll build up over time. So the time he put on the ball is good, but I think for Rob Britton, the most important part about it was that he pulled up well, and that's exactly what he did. So he'll trial again uh, somewhere this week, probably over 600 metres. So he stepped up in distance from what he's been over. And when he returns to the racetrack, that's the next question. It is a pretty sticky situation for Rob Britton because given the grade that Tornado Tears is uh, over the staying trick, he can only go into group events because there's no kind of open-graded week-to-week stays race here in Victoria. He would walk into a free-for-all over the sprint, but him being a stayer and the way he races, it just, it just wouldn't be right for him because he'd knocked around and who knows what can happen there. So what Rob's going to do is going to condition him until he is ready to go and step out over 700 metres, and he's hoping to get a invitation to the Zoom top, which is on February 16. So he's hoping to go that way. Uh, if he does, then he'll get a run there, and that's when we will see Tornado Tears back uh, in the Zoom top. So no doubt there'll be a lot of people happy about that. He's got an army of followers uh, hoping uh, he can uh, return to the racetrack in the, the flying colours that he left it in. Well, great to see that he's uh, A-OK. Thank you for that, Jason. We'll talk on Thursday's show. Thanks, Art. There's Jason Adams um, from Sandy.